money in mind right now. We'll get to Andrew Kelleher at JMI Wealth. Good morning. Morning, Tim. Lots of interesting data around. Building consents continue to decline. Yeah, they do. We look at these building consent numbers every month and um, actually the level of building consents was was sort of quite resilient when we started to see sort of prices falling in the residential property market. You know, the, uh, the, the building consents held up quite well. They did eventually roll over though and that, that weakness that we would have expected to see uh, is very evident now. So yes, building consents fell further in May. I suppose shining the light on the, that slowdown in the residential construction center, uh, sector and I suppose the weakening of sentiment generally. So there were 45,159 consents issued in the 12 months to the end of May. Um, consents though do seem to be, they're a little bit offset from the fortunes of the actual residential property market because that does seem to be finding a little bit of a flaw now but we are continuing to see consents fall off. Now the dynamics of the residential construction market are more tilted these days, Tim, to the multi-unit projects. And, and I suspect that facet of the residential construction market could be weak for some time. I mean, anecdotally, all the talk is of low levels of, of forward work and forward in, inquiry. But I suppose the one thing sort of helping is that the current pipeline of work is still there and it's quite robust. Now, that 45,000 or so new homes um, that have been consented is 11% lower than at the same time last year, back in May 2022. That was sort of peak consent level. There was over 51,000 consents at that time. If I, if I look at the breakdown uh, this time, consents for standalone homes they've been falling for quite some time sort of since the beginning of last year but the multi-unit consents um, so you know apartments and, and flats they they're really now just starting to roll over they're 24 percent lower than they were in, in may 22. now if i just quickly look at the monthly numbers there were 3725 new homes consented that monthly number is an 18% fall from the monthly number a year ago. And if I look at that seasonally adjusted, it's uh, just under 3,300. You've actually got to go back to 2020 to find a similar monthly number. So that current run rate has slowed sort of quite a bit. And you'd probably think that from here, consents will stay weak. Uh, they might even fall further. I mean, there are headwinds, you know, interest rates are higher, house prices are lower, construction costs are still high. And I think developers will still be a bit nervous about bringing new projects to market. But a period of stable house prices will help if house prices can stabilise. But a quick point of interest, Tim, uh, building approvals were actually released across the Tasman yesterday in Australia. They were up 20.6%, so a very different outcome across the Tasman than what we've got here. All right, the Prime Minister just back from China. He's with us after 7.30 this morning. Big topic, of course, this uh, past week with yeah. the visit yeah. and some uh, numbers from China this morning. Yeah, I, I always like to keep an eye on, on China and the economic numbers that come out of China. They're not very prevalent, I suppose, in our sort of business reporting. Arguably, they should be, given it's such a big trading partner and topical at the moment, yes, because the big official entourage has been over there. So we've had a couple of key measures on factory activity that have been re released in the last couple of days, and both point to sluggish second quarter growth in China. Late last week, Friday last week, we had what is the official Purchasing Managers Index and that was quite soft. It declined for the third straight month and it was at 49.0. So that's under 50, which indicates it is contracting. Uh, Non-manufacturing index was a little bit more robust. It was at 53.2, but falling from 54.4 in May. So you're seeing a slowdown in the service sector. 
Yesterday, we had the release of a private sector survey, which is called the Kaijin, or the S&P Global Purchasing Managers Index. It also eased, uh, but it was sort of at 50.5, came down from 50.9, so also slowing, but still sort of hanging on grimly to a low level of expansion, but really not painting a picture of, of, health, of healthy growth. And these are big surveys. You know, these go out... The official survey goes out to over 3,000 businesses. Unfortunately, these also tend to be considered as leading indicators, so not a great sign for growth over there. But what they probably do indicate is the need for further, I suppose, rather impetus for further government stimulus packages, which we would expect to see. OK. Can we have a look at the numbers, please? Yeah, the Dow Jones are half-day trading in the US because they are moving into their big 4th of July holiday. Uh, the Dow Jones up 10 points, 34,418. The S&P 500 up 5 points, 4455. And the Nasdaq up uh, 29 points, 13,816. The FTSE 100 uh, just down small overnight, 7527. Uh, the Nikkei was up 1.7%, so big move, 33,753. Shanghai Composite up 42 points, 3243. Uh, yesterday, the Aussies gained 43 points, uh, 7246. The NZ market uh, steadfastly refused to get involved in all that euphoria yesterday and went nowhere, 11,916. One Kiwi dollar, 0.6147 against the US, 0.9212 Aussie, 0.5634 Euro, 0.4845 pounds, 88.93 against the yen. Gold, $1,920. And Brent crude, $74.00 and 86 cents. Thank you so much, and we'll get you in the morning. Andrew Kelleher at JMI Wealth. Dower.